Welcome to Canvas, an FBI radio podcast unframing art and ideas. This podcast was recorded on Gadigal land. FBI radio recognizes the traditional custodians of the land and their continuous connection to country. We pay our respects to elders past and present. My name is Aisha and I'm the host of Canvas. On today's episode, we're joined by artist Morgan Hogg. Morgan's work explores the identities of Indigenous perspectives within the Pacific Islands and the cultural impact modern day has on traditional standards. Through the perspective of her Indigenous Cook Island and Anglo-Saxon heritage, Hogg utilises installation and performance as a visual representation of the ongoing issues within the Pacific Islands and Indigenous cultures in the Southern Hemisphere. Morgan talks about the balance involved with protecting and sharing culture, her work, Tangaroa, and the objectivity and subjectivity of art and her practice. Just a note, I am wearing a mask in this interview, a rabbitose mask if you must know, so my voice may sound a little muffled. Morgan Hogg, thank you for joining us on Canvas today. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. <laughs> so can you please introduce yourself to the listeners? I'm currently an emerging artist in Sydney. I come from a Cook Island heritage background, but I also am biracial, so... I also have Anglo-Saxon background and I like to create works that kind of reflect that and reflect the diaspora here in Australia and Sydney. Um, I kind of use installation, but also performance. It goes everywhere. Mm. <laughs> I don't really have something that I'm kind of stuck on at the moment, but so far I've just been doing installations. How do you choose which parts of your culture to share and which ones not to? I think it's important when I start creating a project to think about what is important to the project. For like one of my works, I did climate change and I think that movement is always important in our culture. Having that storytelling is really important, but you don't want to tell too much of your own culture in one work and in in a public space. So I think it really depends on like the type of work that I'm making. That's really what kind of settles it for me. Mm. Was that in the work Ranganui and Papatuanuku? That was for my other work, Anuamania. So I was ah, like, what is my work called? Really <laughs> no, that was my work that I did for First Draft last year. I created a work about climate change. So that was kind of more of an installation piece rather than performance, like the most recent ones. Yeah, I've seen um, quite a few different artworks by Pacifica women, mostly talking about reflecting on and, you know, bringing action to climate change. I think it's really interesting. How do you feel about climate change in the Pacific in terms of the kind of attention that it's getting here? And do you hope with your works that bring up those topics that it'll have, you know, more of an imprint in people's minds? I definitely don't think that it will be such an imprint that it would change climate change because I'm not trying to do that. But I think that creating that conversation around climate change in the Pacific is really important. And that's what I try to do, especially when I was doing it last year. I did an artist talk at first draft and everyone there did not know anything about the Pacific Islands and their climate change issues. And that was something that I was really shocked about. Like they had, they were all just like sitting there and listening. And it was really nice to have that conversation with them and be able to educate them about what's happening because mm. it is really important. Mm, that's so interesting that you said that. I thought that everyone knew. No, no. Quite a, quite a lot of people don't know about anything that's happening in the Pacific at the moment. Wow. Because it's not really, you know, it's not in the Western perspective. Yeah. And yeah. what what is specifically happening with Cook Islands? I know that there's a lot of corrosion mm-hmm. um, happening in some of the outer islands and it's just 
Like, it's not so much the Cook Islands, but I was kind of focusing on the whole of the Pacific because my sister-in-law, she is Fijian. Mm -hmm. um, And around that area, it's really bad. Like, most of the islands are kind of, like, sinking at the moment. You can see Tuvalu. That's... It's really bad. Um, and they're all migrating towards Fiji at the moment because it is so bad. So you can see that, like, if that's happening there, then it's so easy for, like, the other Pacific islands to already kind of sink mm. in the near future. Can you tell us about your work, Tongaroa? And Tongaroa, for those who don't know, means God of the Sea. That was a work that First Draft actually asked me to make for their auction, their annual auction. So I was thinking about what to make and at the same time I was making Ranganui and Papatanuku and I was making the kind of, it was like the dress on the bottom of my work. So it was a fabric piece and I didn't really know what I was doing. So I was just playing around quite a lot and Tangaroa was something that was like constantly in my mind um, because my work was really water-based. Mm -hmm. So I decided to make this fabric piece that was kind of like a woven mat because of all the woven mats that we see in the islands, it's really important, that woven texture for me in that work. Um, but I also wanted to make something separate from my installation pieces where it's like I can actually like make it and feel more connected to my culture. Because mm. sometimes I feel like when you're doing screen arts and when you're doing installation pieces, you're not as connected. You're, you're dancing and you're making a video, but it's not really what they used to do. So yeah, I think that kind of was something that I really wanted to do just to feel more connected while I was making other works. Do you find that with the work that you create, when you have audiences view it and, you know, perhaps they discuss it with you afterwards, is there quite a different response from people who are from the Pacific Islands, particularly like Rarotonga, and yeah. people who aren't? Oh, there's a massive difference. Yeah. <laughs> there's a massive difference. I remember last year when I made my work, um, Ronganui and Papatsunuku, it was showed on my end-of-year graduate show, um, the new contemporary show, and the response that I got back from that was so different. From a lot of Pacific Island Islander people, they were really proud to have a Pacific Island work represented in a very institutionalised university. And then you kind of see this other perspective where everyone else is like, oh, it looks really pretty, but I don't really get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like, where do you kind of make it to a point where you're supposed to tell people what your work's about, but not mm. tell too much. Because I feel like I don't really want to explain my work to everyone. Totally. So it was an interesting time. Like I, everyone did really like the work, which was nice, but very different responses. Yeah, I guess that's so interesting because art is subjective. Yeah. That's the right one, not objective. I always <laughs> have to like think before I say it. Subjective. Yeah, <laughs> art is subjective, but at the same time, not all of it is like... Yeah. Mm. I think I, I think it's also like people who aren't Pacific Islander, they don't know how to express the way they like a work because of how it's it's kind of going to be portrayed. Mm. I think that when you start to be like, oh, it's nice, but I don't know if you're complimenting me or not. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. I know you're interested in film and you're studying film. Would you ever direct a film or write a film or broaden the video installation work that you do? I have thought about it. I do quite like experimental film at the moment, and that's what I kind of do with projection. Mm -hmm. So my films are more projection works rather than actual, like, feature films. Yeah. Um, but I have been on, like, some of my friends' sets who also do film, and I do love it, but I don't think I want to do it anytime soon. Yeah. Like, right. I just want to wait it out. Because there is a really big Pacifica film, like, 
career kind of happening at the moment in Western Sydney, which mm. I'm loving. So I'm like, I'll let them do it for now and see how they go totally. because they look they look like they're doing a great job. Yeah, so like Pelasasa Picks. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Doing love an amazing job. <laughs> I know it's great to see everyone coming up. So when you do your projections and in your projection work, what kind of images do you lean towards showing? For the last couple works, which I haven't really noticed until this year, I try to lean towards archival footage quite mm-hmm. a lot. I love to look through archives and see not only how they dressed or how they like performed, because it's so different from today, but I like that kind of rough texture to footage. Yeah. And it's really interesting when you like kind of layer it, you start to layer it over really clear footage of me performing or for this new work that I'm making, my friend and I performing. It's really, I just feel like I'm more, I'm connecting to my ancestors more yeah. with that. Yeah, that's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, it's so interesting looking at photography and um, videography from years ago yeah. and just this moment in time captured so perfectly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really nice. I like, And it also I feel like I can't really capture anything because of COVID. I haven't been able to go back to the island since I was like 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's been a while. Yeah, I think it's important that we kind of look through this footage and then when I go back I'll take a whole bunch of new footage but I think I still keep going with this archival. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And so you were referring to a work that you're making at the moment. Is that yes. Iremai, Iremai? Yeah. We're currently in the process of making it for Live Dreams, for mm-hmm. performance space. It is going to be so many different parts <laughs> of how I'm going to make it. This one that I'm making for performance space is the performance-based one. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a video piece where my friend Bella... She is going to act as one of my ancestors and it's going to be a performance piece of me trying to reach out and connect with my ancestry because it's been so long since I've, I had, I didn't really grow up with a Pacifica household because mm. my mom didn't really want us to be in that kind of household. So I think this is me trying to reach out and start to learn more about my own identity. So it's a very contemporary and Pacific Islander performance so it's a mixture of both and when can people go and see this performance at live dreams so i am performing as part of um talia smith's distance beautiful talia smith is an amazing curator she's also cook island yes she <laughs> and is. Samoan. yeah but yeah she um has an amazing lineup of people it's insane and that will be on the 9th of june from 7 to 9 p.m great at carriage works great yeah. And where can we find you, example, on Instagram or website or where do you want people to follow your work? Um, my Well, my name on Instagram is just Morgan Hogg and so is my website. So it's all pretty to the point. All right. Well, yes. thank you so much for chatting with us. Thank you for I having me. I actually would love to go see a performance on June 9. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> you can come backstage. Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't You'll never get rid of me. <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of Canvas, Unframing Art and Ideas. And thank you to our guest, Morgan Hogg. Thank you for listening to another episode of Canvas, Unframing Art and Ideas. To find out more about the artist featured in this episode, scroll down to the show notes. This episode was brought to you by our fabulous team. Executive producer, Michelle Tsao, producer and audio editor, Kanika Kerpalani, researcher Eleanor Zorowski, and me, your host, Aisha Ash. Our intro music was made by Jackie DeLacy. Canvas is an FBI radio podcast. If you like what you're listening to, hit subscribe, leave us a review, and share this podcast with someone you love. 
Check out our Instagram at canvas underscore FBI 94.5 for more great art content and show updates. Kia paitera. Have a good day. Thank <laughs> you.